Boss Uncaged is a weekly podcast that releases the origin stories of business owners and entrepreneurs as they become uncaged trailblazers. In each episode, our hosts, S.A. Grant and guests construct narrative accounts of their collective business journeys and growth strategies. Learn key success habits and how to stay motivated through failure, all while developing a boss uncaged mindset. Break out of your cage and welcome our host, S.A. Grant. Like, welcome, welcome back to Boss Uncaged Podcast. Today's episode is our season finale, season four, season five opener, which is crazy when you sit and think about it. It seems like, I'm going to say like an old dude now, seems like just yesterday we were just on season one, episode one, and now we're in season five. And my executive producer, Alex, we convinced her yet again to do another season closer, season opener. You see how like I have to drag her and pull her teeth to get her out of her closet. Mm-hmm. But ideally, it's 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 a good thing because I mean she was looking at uh, like our podcast because she's the executive producer and she was saying that we're well into what season you said like this is season five. How many seasons do we have ready to go? Recorded. We're up to season eight. Season eight. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're just like 2024 going into 2025 or something like that. So So what does that mean as far as what am I going to do with that? Because, I mean, obviously I could continue to keep recording and I'll record episodes as people are are raising their hands and they're coming to us. But that means for me, I'm not going to be pursuing anyone for any episodes, at least in the next six months. Because, again, the executive producer has a list of things we're going to go over. And as we go over these things, I'm going to tell you why and what we're going to be doing for the the first half of this new brand new. What is this? New year 2023, which is weird. We've been alive longer in the 2000s than we've been alive before that, which is is weird. weird. Who thinks about stuff like that? Only you. I'm just saying, think about it. I was doing the math like, what? It's too early for math. Been, we've been alive longer in the 2000s than we've been alive on before that. So, which is weird, but it's up to you, exec, what you got. First off, it's too too early for math. It's, I'm sober. I am on camera, which is completely everything against everything that I do. So I am here for my once a year episode, as he said, to drag me out of my hole. He has given me a major kind of backdrop update for Christmas and you know, my new obsession <laughs> of collecting pops. So as the season goes on or seasons go on, I guess people will see this kind of grow and expand into something that may be a psychological problem. But today we're going to talk about highlights from season four, uh, a couple episodes that really stood out to us. I mean, like I said, I think I've said this in the last three or four season openers and close. You can't pick your favorite kid, but, you know, some episodes really hit home. Um, in relation to what we do, what we want to get out to our community. Of course, as always, we're going to talk about what's coming for season five, uh, new updates as far as what's going on with Boston Cage, what's going on with the foodie group, what's going on with the book club, so much. So let's start a little bit with highlights from season four. Um, Like I said, you can't pick your favorite kid, but let's talk a little bit about a few of the episodes. Early on, I think it was like episode two you had danielle hall now you've known danielle for a long time (laughs) i don't want to age you in any way a long time and you got a chance to interview her about her business which is sound embrace correct yeah yeah. so i mean 
I've been trying to get Danielle on the show for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm poking the beast right now. D nice. I've been trying to get your ass on the show. It seems like forever in a day. So I finally had opportunity to get you on the show. It was definitely uh, a landmark for me because I've seen you kind of go through all these different renditions and changes from being a photographer to a voiceover artist, to a singer, to holy ish now i'm a sound therapist and i'm teaching other people and i have classes and recently she went to africa and climbed mountains and so it's like this seeing her do all these different things again you're a byproduct of your community of people that that, that you're around that she's one of those people that i've been around since like day one i mean like you're talking about early 2000s and you know we're just making fun of us being alive longer in the 2000s that we've been alive before that she's one of those people that's always been there been in my corner and i've always been her so definitely wanted to give her some love and give her a shout out Definitely. I, I, we went to one of her sound bath exercises um, earlier this year. I feel like it might have been last year, but I think it was earlier this year during the summertime and, and being out in the park and, and literally getting to lay on the ground and like have your body like surrounded in sound. Um, yeah, that was pretty awesome. So definitely check out Sound Embrace. Yeah, makes me want to time travel. I'm telling you, like the secret of time travel is going to be through sound. I'm just saying, I know I sound crazy right now, but I'm, I'm telling you, like when you go through these sound therapy sessions and you close your eyes and it's kind of one of those things that kind of you get this outer body experience. I'm just saying it's the next step to time travel. But I digress. Continue. I'm glad this is being recorded. So when and if that happens, I can be the one that you wrote this. Yes. <laughs> um, small shout out. You had your cousin on. One of the episodes, episode 15, Daniel Grant, who is a high fashion model. I think it was our first high fashion model that we had on the show. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that episode. It was really cool because this is this is family. Yeah, yeah, cool. So I'm not, I'm not going to mention the high fashion thing to Milano. I mean, Milano's going to shank you because, I mean, Milano was season one. And, like, that dude is fashion all day. Like, like he does other things, but fashion is, thing, is all day, right? So, yeah, I mean, it was definitely cool to have, like, an actual family member and to kind of see. I remember him when he was like like a baby. So I remember him when he was a kid. I remember him when he was a teenager, like like our son right now. So seeing him kind of grow up and then out of all the things he could have done, he wanted to become a fashion model. And then he's doing it. I mean, he's doing it for like some mm -hmm. high brands. And, and I was yeah. looking at fashion from a creative standpoint. He's always wearing some random weird shit. And I'm just like, it's fashion. Like, I mean, you can't knock it for creativity. So I definitely want to commend him. And he's done some world traveling because of that as well. So just seeing him grow up and become who he is and who he's going to be is definitely a prosperous thing, especially since we share the same last name. Exactly. I think I saw social media. He walked in the Louis Vuitton show either this year or last year. So I'm a big Louis Vuitton fan. And to actually say, hey, there's a family member walking in the show was pretty cool. Um, I The funny part is I was listening back to our season opener from last time and i said this individual's name robin ah. copernicus <laughs> i said coming up will be robin copernicus so now let's talk about the robin copernicus episode that happened in season four i think the episode was cool but i think robin and i we've became like fast friends through social media kind of like how, how damon and i are but unfortunately he's in another country so ideally if i have an opportunity to to fly down to south uh what is it south america or central america i'm definitely gonna go check him out but just kind of seeing who he is and he's such a smart ass he's witty he's highly intelligent you know he's kind of like his sense of humor is kind of like mine it's dark and then he throws mm -hmm. in like element of sex in it every once in a while. You kind of like, did he just say that? Yes, yes, he did just say that. But again, he's an investor, right? And, and he's really big into NFTs. He's really big into like crypto. So just seeing what he's doing on a day to day basis and just being himself, being 100% original, it was definitely a pleasure, pleasure having him on the show. 
yeah, it was really cool. Like I said, I, I wanted to say the name again so I can remember Copernicus. <laughs> I can say it slowly. Uh, last, season four, we had another great episode, Brent Hale from the Maverick app. Can we yeah. talk a little bit about that episode? Yeah, so Brent was kind of, he came way of a networking group called SEN, um, Success mm-hmm. Champions Networking, which I spoke on their stage a couple years in a row. And he was a sponsor for the last um, speaking engagement in Texas. What was that, September? Yeah, around September time. So him yeah. and I, we had like a really good connection. Um, you know, he wanted to kind of start up a podcast. He was talking about his business, talking about his background, talking about himself. And, and, and we had like this whole days worth of conversation before we even recorded the podcast so you know obviously like i look at him as like a like a brother like we have conversations on the sidebar we text and, and communicate back and forth but i think having him on the show to talk about his product his service and his online application it just kind of gives an eye opening to where something can be so you know i think people that hear his software they think essentially it's marketing 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 and we made it very loud and clear that his product is essentially for sale, 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 sales. So, I mean, I definitely want to give him a shout out. I think his product is a hell of a product. And again, if you're thinking about um, email marketing per se in a sales um, platform, that is definitely the platform to go for. Cool. Um, We're definitely going to talk about what's coming up in season five. And I probably should have started with this statement in the beginning, but drum roll, how many downloads are we on the cusp of hitting now? Um, we're, we're creeping in on quarter of a million. So we're, we're, we're really close in the next month or so we should hit 250,000 downloads, which is, like I said, it, it's, it's for some people, it's kind of like a wow factor. And for some people, like, you know, if you, if you go up to like the, the, the echelon of podcasting, like, Hmm, that's okay. Well, holler at me when you get to a million or you get to 5 million. But I think ideally we're definitely heading, heading that route. Um, I think some things that we're going to be talking about today, as far as expanding on podcasting a little bit, we're definitely going to be able to hit those numbers a lot faster moving forward. Yeah, great segue. So that was my next topic. Let's talk about Boston Cage Network. Um, I know I noted in the beginning, we always have these episodes and talk about what we're going to be doing coming season five and going forward, whether it's books or podcasts or, you know, we had phone, you know, opportunities for phone calls at one point. So I love Boston Cage Network um, because I think he knows I've been preaching this for a while. I was like, yes, we have the Boston Cage podcast, but you have so many other tentacles that need their own kind of niche podcast. Mm-hmm. So tell me about or tell us all about Boston Cage Network. So ideally, like, you know, kind of going back pre, well, yeah, pre-stroke, you know, I had this vision for Cerebral to kind of be like this, this multiple enterprise. But what I didn't have is the media outlets like we have right now with Boston Cage. So I was like, you know, how do we kind of spread these tentacles, but keep it to where I don't have a stroke and make them kind of work for each other. So the book club came way of the Boston Cage podcast. Every time I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, they would tell us what books they're reading, why they're reading it as a recommendation. So this is this is going out to every person that's ever been on the show, whether the show is aired or not, or whether you're part of the first four seasons. Ideally, if you're writing a book now, if you've written a book and we have not spoke about that book in the actual book club, this is an open invitation to those individuals to kind of get on the bandwagon. You may see me send out a, a like a, a email directly to you. I may message you on Facebook or LinkedIn, but ideally I want to kind of bring that into fruition and add that on to the monster that we have right now as far as Boston Cage and creating a Boston Cage book club podcast that's just talking about entrepreneurs and the books that they're reading or more so the books that they're writing and delivering to their audience. And we've done a couple episodes, a couple pilot episodes in the past couple seasons, but now I'm like really focusing on that. And in addition to it, you know, I randomly came up with like this whole food group thing with my man, um, Isaac, 
like five years ago and it kind of sat mm-hmm. on the burner and it was just people just kind of just chill and have food and and this year I was like, okay let's, let's just rebrand it so it's now called uncaged foodies and you know we went from like 50 followers to like 10 t- like 100 times that like literally we, we were, we're up there now every single day we're adding new followers and I was like it's time right. for us to kind of start a podcast and just do a little bit different than Boston Cage let's get the founders of this group four of us to kind of just have these conversations about food about cuisine and then also interview restaurant owners interview people that are publishing um, recipe books and kind of get their insight on food so that, that's going to be a continuing part of the entire network and again this is an open invitation to anyone that i've interviewed before if you're a big foodie if you're a big chef or cook or that's something that you do in your downtime to kind of make you feel like better after having a long day then by all means i would love to interview you on that podcast as well so what it sounds like is we have two new podcasts spinning up or uh uncaged foodies which has um, remember everybody's name it has you uh it has zach mm-hmm. it has mike and Ike, right? Yeah. Did I get right. everybody's name? I know everybody has a nickname, so yes. I won't go into yes. that because you really need to check out the episodes. They go live, what, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. now, and then kind of just building up a few episodes, and then we'll get ready to do a great launch, a, a bigger launch mm-hmm. of Uncaged Foodie Podcast, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. So that'd be cool. Yeah, and that's and part then, of the education stuff, right? So, I mean, as part yeah. of like being part of like the Boston Cage Academy is understanding like if you're going to, and this is like a little nugget of information I just want to drop out there. If you're going to create a podcast, First and foremost, you want to grow a community. That's what we did with, with the, the foodie group, right? And then we started a podcast, but we didn't air that podcast on syndication, which means that it's not on Apple yet. It's not on Spotify. And we're testing episodes live on that group. But once we get a certain number of actual episodes, then we're going to go live with that. We're going to syndicate it. And it's all going to be part of the, a launch strategy through the actual Boston Cage Network. Definitely. Uncaged Foodies, please check it out. It's hilarious. There's always snacks. There's always some strange conversation that I hear in the background. (laughs) Like I said, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Uncaged Foodies. And then look forward to the Boss Uncaged Book Club. I know I geek out on books. So um, we'll kind of keep you all posted as this podcast kind of stands up to Chanel's point. Start with the community. You know, we have the book club. Boss Uncaged Book Club community. He had the Uncaged Foodies community. And that's where we got the feedback from, you know, like, hey, I want to hear about this. Hey, let's talk about this. Hey, have you ever thought about this? That's where all the feedback came from to say, hmm, maybe it'd be a good idea to actually start a podcast on this topic to give individuals very concentrated information. Like, yes, on Boss Uncaged, you'll hear a little bit about a book or a little bit about food, or we may interview someone who owns a restaurant or works in the industry. But that's not the core of that conversation. We want to know about that entrepreneur and their journey. Now, separating that, we, the author that wrote the book, we want to know about your book or the chef, you know, like I'm thinking about Sue, for example, you know, the chef that, you know, has been cooking for decades and, and, and her feelings about food and sometimes the, the scientific, you know, I always think of Mike because he's so, like the scientist <laughs> of food. Um, if you know about alcohol, hey, we want to hear from you as well. What are good pairings as far as beyond wine? So that'll be really exciting. I, I will say kind of Boston Cage Network, but we're working there. It's going to be like a conglomerate of podcasts. <laughs> Correct. 
Correct. And, and the goal for it is to kind of, you know, make all these systems work for themselves. I always say like with the food group, to your point, like Mike, we always say we form like, like Wu-Tang and Mike is a genius. He just happens to be the head, right? Because I mean, this dude, his, his philosophy and his intellectual side kind of goes far and extremely wide. So everyone has like this, this nuanced niche to kind of have that chemistry. I mean, obviously on Boston Cage, it's just usually two people talking, but to mm-hmm. hit four different personalities, bounce off ideas, and we have an actual butcher in the group, right? Who is Zach. And then we have like someone that smokes and grill all the time, which is Isaac. And then Mike, you know, we call him the, the, um, uncaged continental because he's international right he's, he's yeah. from russia but obviously he's been across the world and he's in the u.s right now so hearing these different visualizations of people's personalities talking about food and strategies and business all in collective conversation is just gold and not even that um during the episodes themselves the chats are like golden just because there's individuals in there talking about their experiences with foods or providing recipes or providing great restaurants to go to or food tours and everything. So yes, you're getting the content from the four of you all, but then also pay attention to the chats because they there were a lot of conversations going on in the chats. Like, oh, I forgot about that restaurant. Oh, oh I didn't know about that tour. So that's cool too. Yes. Okay. Speaking of chat, right? So we have somebody on the chat right now saying, Alex, they're always looking forward to hearing your year-end summary, right? But ideally, ideally what they're really looking for is to hear you in some more speaking engagements. I'm just saying I concur with this and I wanted to make sure that whoever blocked their name, I'm giving you a shout out to, to instill this in this woman to get out there and get in front of this damn camera a little bit more often. But I digress. Continue. I'm turning off the comments <laughs> about that. And then it won't exist anymore. I, I like my once or twice a year, just hopping on, seeing everything. How's it going? Like Chanel said, I, I live in executive producer world. I make sure the shows come out um, on Tuesday, make sure that we have a good mix of entrepreneurs coming out that season. As you see, he's added two new podcasts to my plate. So I need a race. You know, if you put some more pops on my wall, that'd be great. <laughs> so, yeah. um. I'll never say never, and I'll just say not in 2023. I'll say that. But uh, that, okay. that's a bore of a commitment. So what are you doing in 2023? Let's talk about books. It's been a while since you actually released a book. Um, like and you've kind of gone quiet in the book world, world, which was like your thing that you, granted, you've been a little busy. I'll give that to you. But what's going on as far as your book? I've been a slack a slacker. I mean, I, I like I'll be frank. I've been a punk ass when it comes to to writing books. And it's not like I haven't been writing them. I think when I actually did um, see somebody says you need a raise, I concur. So um, <laughs> the book game is essentially something that I'm always writing books, right? And I've always have new concepts for books. But it felt like I've been hoarding this information. So like right now, I'm sitting on probably. 24 to 32 books that are all at 75% completion. Mm-hmm. And I didn't release any books in 2022 because obviously I was more focused on working on this, this Boston Cage network, working on Boston Cage. I wanted to make sure that Boston Cage, you know, we were stuck at 10,000 for a minute and I wanted to kind of finally we hit 20,000 downloads per month. And I want to make sure that that was like on an automatic cycle to kind of build itself. So that way, when we build this network out and the communities, I was really focused on building communities for, for like at least six months of last year. But now that we have community and people are looking for more insight, more information, it's time. Like it's, it's the mm-hmm. dawn. So I was like, okay, how many books am I going to produce this year? And I had to put myself and stretch it. Like I have 30, 30 something books I could drop. But ideally, if I can drop, and I said, if, let me smack myself, when I can drop, <laughs> When I drop 
eight books. And that, that's my goal for this year, eight books this year. So it's going to be additional journal books. I'm not even counting the notebooks because the notebooks are kind of like, for me, kind of like they go hand in hand with the yeah. journals, but I'm not counting those as books. But ideally, we're going to get more journals this year, right? So we've had the book journal. We're going to have a podcast mm-hmm. journal. We're going to have a course journal, a video journal, all that. In addition to that, um, I'll go ahead and make the announcement now. Last year, I started working on a kid's book about, you know, yeah. writing content for, for a podcast in, in a story format to kind of tell a story from a, like, think of it from like Star Wars, essentially this 12, yeah. 13 episodes. What would that look like if we can convert that into giving these character podcast names, hardware names, software names? Mm-hmm. So you're learning about the key terminology of podcasting through a story for a kid. So that book collection of 13 books has already been written. Right. It's already yeah. already kind of went through a first round of editing. So the next part is kind of talking about something else that I've been syndicating for like maybe the past six months, AI art. So leveraging the AI art to create the art for this book. Because again, you know, mm-hmm. I'm all the technology. So collectively, these books are coming out next year. The journals are coming out next year. And last but not least is the last two books that I made the announcement last year, which is a podcasting book, volume one. Yeah. And a branding book, Volume One, are all coming out this year. So look, look, look for those. I mean, ideally, I think the first thing I'm going to drop is probably the low hanging fruit, which will be the journals, and then yeah. the, those. Are then after that, we'll probably go into maybe the kids' book or maybe the new branding book, which is covered in sticky icky stuff on the cover. Yes. Uh, oh, I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that book. <laughs> yes, look forward to the branding book. It's going to be quite interesting. Graphics on it. <laughs> It's trying to be very PG right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tried to. This this little sticky icky. But yeah, so if you've listened to any of my episodes, then you know by default what that means. Okay, continue. Um. Well, <laughs> we want to hear from you. <laughs> so we have Uncaged Foodies getting ready to come out. We have um the Boston Cage Book Club podcast getting ready to come out. We he's committed. You heard this guy to eight books this year. Um, so let's hold them to it. If by mid-year we don't have at least four out, you know, we want to hear from you. But Loser. overall, <laughs> we want feedback. We want to hear from you about what you want to hear from or who you want to hear from. Um, like you said, like we're a bit backlogged on the episodes itself. So episodes that we're recording now actually will not come out to 2024. But if you have uh, suggestions of individuals who are doing it big in the community, as far as entrepreneurs, business owners, their stories are like awesome send them our way. What are things that you want to know about? Send it our way. Info at bossoncase.com. Shoot us an email. Um, let us know the things that you're hearing about and the things you want to know more about, whether it's foodie, where's books, where there's general entrepreneurship as a whole. Um, send us an email at info at bossoncase.com um, and let us know because we are, we always have ideas, <laughs> but we would like to also hear what you want to hear about. Want to add something to that? No, I'm just saying, just listening to you sound so profound as a as a podcaster that does this once a year. You sounds like a pretty decent professional, like you've been doing this for a period of time. Very um, you know, executive-ish, very echelonish, very <laughs> matter of fact. Yeah, very, very nice. I look forward Info to seeing Boston. and more of these. Let's, no. let's continue that. Yeah. Let's see, when's our next when's the season end? Month are we in? Ends in June. So I guess I'll see you all in June again. <laughs> before I do that um before we close out let's talk about what's coming up for season five um as always we already have all of our episodes recorded set up and ready to go so I always look forward a little bit to see okay who are we going to be 
uh, releasing in season five. What are some really good episodes that maybe the team should pay attention to? Or I mean, like I said, can't pick favorite kids, but you've interviewed some really, really great individuals this, I would say quarter, but <laughs> half of the year. We're getting ready to release between now and June. Nicholas Ho, the founder of Daydreaming Academy. Tell us a little bit about that. We went to college together, man. So, and he, he's a published author as well, but I love his system and his strategy because, again, most people think about publication as I need to publish a book to actually get on a bookshelf in an actual storefront or having people. But he's taking it to another level. He's more in the education space and school system. So he's created this entire comic book style series for education and STEM programs. And he's actually his target audience is the schools. So the schools are buying them at scale which is a completely different business model than most people think about. So I definitely want to give him a shout out. And it's, it's funny because, again, we had classes together. And I would say we kind of grew up as creatives. But it's always good to see a creative take that initiative and turn it into something else. Like I created Boston Cage Podcast. But again, my first degree was graphic design. His first degree was graphic design. But now he's a published author that's selling education books to school systems. That, that shit is just phenomenal to me. It's beautiful. So definitely a shout out to my man, Nick. Cool. Uh, Luis and Fonzie Camejo of the Content is Profit podcast. This seems like this was a very fun episode. It was. I mean, it was, it was an episode swap, right? So I did an episode in there. Yeah. And, and the funny thing about the brothers, right? I mean, like our overlap of circles are so in-depth. I mean, like we both know Larry. We both know Donnie. We both know Damon. We both mm-hmm. know, like, I mean, literally... Like anyone you could think about that anyone in, in our industry, as far as marketing or as far as podcasting, we all, we both know them. So being in their circles and kind of seeing them, how they've, they've, they've grown in the podcast community was definitely phenomenal. I think when we recorded episodes before they became affiliated to HubSpot, but now they have the affiliation to HubSpot's podcasting syndication. So like they're part underneath that HubSpot brand right now. And they're like, they're building and they're growing. And, and again, I think they're on like episode I mean, this is both of them. So I think they're like episode three something, close to four hundred. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and, uh, yeah, they drop, they drop two episodes per week. So like they're they're spitting out hot fire on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember this episode. It was fun. So it'd be definitely one you want to check out. And and like I said, not to pick favorite kids, but I know this name for this next one. I've heard her speak before. She is connected to the SEN network, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Stevie Don Carter yes. is was on the uh, show this season and get her get ready to release her episode in the next couple, couple of weeks. Talk a little bit about the Stevie Don episode because she is an yeah. awesome speaker. Shark Boss is what I like to call her, man. She has this whole thing, and we talked about like where did where did her infatuation with sharks come from? So she definitely tells that story in like the opening five ten minutes. But um, I think Stevie Dawn, for anyone that's a speaker to speak on stages, she has systemized speaking to a level to where she's not only getting paid for it, but she's getting paid at scale, right? So she may not be getting paid a hundred thousand dollars to speak, but she may speak three times a week. So, I mean, yeah. literally she, on average out of 365 days of the year, she speaks about a hundred of them. I want you to think about that. A third mm-hmm. of the year, this woman is on a stage speaking. So definitely, you know, getting some insight from her as far as like speaking, she's an author as well. Obviously she's in SEN networking, but ideally I think she is such a, a good person to kind of listen to her journey because anyone that wants to speak on a stage, you want to speak on a stage to get paid more, or you want to do a little bit more influence. So listening to someone that speaks a third of the year, and I'm not talking about one or two, I'm talking about a third of the year. 
Okay. Right. I want you to put that <laughs> shit into scope of work. Like when I speak, I mean, I speak maybe, you know, collectively out of an entire year, less than 30 days worth. Yeah. She's speaking three times the 30 days worth. She's speaking like 90 to 100 days every single year. Crazy. <laughs> And she's really good at it too. I've I've heard her speak a couple of times, so I will co-sign on the fact that she's really great at what she does. So that's just a kind of sneak peek into what we have coming up in season five. Let's close this out. What? How do you want to close this? How do you want to summarize and close out? I guess you could say season one, two, three, and four at this point. I mean, two hundred fifty thousand downloads. I would just say thank you to the to the listener because I mean, obviously. Year one for any podcaster that's not in media per se is probably the first major hurdle because nobody knows you as a podcaster. Nobody knows you as a voice to listen to. They may know that you have special specialties. They may know that you can do whatever you do business-wise that they've seen you do over the past couple of years. But when you get into podcasting, you have to kind of prove yourself. And year it was more so about me proving that I'm a podcaster. And, you know, I reached out to dozens of people. And again, this is not to knock anybody. They just wanted to see what I was going to do. They didn't know if I was going to really be good at this or, you know, make this more fruitful. So a lot of people said no to be on, on season one. And the people that did say yes, like now they're like they're all time classics as we're going yeah. to season five and, you know, potentially season 20, season 30. There's, there's no real cap to what we can do with Boston Cage, especially that we're going into a network. And I was talking about, you know, looking at Oprah as a model. And I'm not saying mm -hmm. be Oprah, but if you look at Oprah's, you know, she started off with a talk show, then that talk show became more of her owning it. And then she became more of a syndication to create her own old channel, old magazine, and all these other things. And again, mm -hmm. we're in that spectrum of space and we're not going to do it exactly like Oprah, but why not? I mean, it gives me opportunity to live out life creating all this content to influence people, to help them on their journeys, whether it's cooking, whether it's on book reading or book development, or whether it's just understanding business. So ideally, moving forward, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being part of our communities. Thank you for, you know, giving us insight and giving us tips to make what we do better for you. Definitely. Ditto on all of that. Thank mm -hmm. you to everyone. This has been quite the journey. Very exciting. Maybe I'll come back midway through season five. <laughs> Just so I got to get mushy. I got to get mushy on camera to make you say you're going to come in for two episodes. I mean, listen, you hear this shit? I got to get mushy for her to come on the show twice and get big. <laughs> she gets, he gets all emotional. I'm like, I guess I'll come back. <laughs> what I'm going to do, I'm going to go with some lemon juice. I'm going to do lemon juice. I'm going to squirt that shit no. in my eyes next time so I can really be teary-eyed. I'm just saying. I'm telling on you. <laughs> well, that's all the questions that I have. Like I said, I look forward to what's going to be coming out for season five. I hope you do too. Remember, feedback, feedback, feedback. We need to know what you want to know. Send that to info at bossoncase.com. It comes to us. Well, us comes to me. It comes to him. And we get a chance to read what's kind of going on in everybody's mind and say, hmm, maybe we should create an Uncaged Foodies podcast, for example. And now, like I said, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you need to listen to that because that poop, I won't cuss, is hilarious <laughs> on so many levels. Like it's educational, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's actually a very funny podcast to see these four gentlemen together. So 
Yep. Anything else you want to say? More to come, man. I mean, it's, 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 it's a journey. And again, you know, thanks for being on the journey with us. And every once in a while, there's forks in the road. So things may pop up that you may not have heard us mention today that may come up three months from now. But ideally, the one thing that I'm definitely going to promise and I'm going to stick to this year, I feel kind of being neglectful is delivering books at least eight this year. So keep that in mind. You see me slacking. When you see me in public, go ahead and kick me in my balls just to, to wake me up to remind me again. <laughs> yeah, I said that live. <laughs> I think it's time to go now. <laughs> oh, man. S.A. Grant, over and out. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Boss Uncaged. I hope you got some helpful insight and clarity to the diverse approach on your journey to becoming an Uncaged Trailblazer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. If this podcast has helped you or you have any additional questions, reach out and let me know. Email me at ask at sagrant.com or drop me your thoughts via a call or text at 762-233-BOSS. That's 762-233-2677. I would love to hear from you. Remember, to become a boss in cage, you have to release your inner beast. S.A. Grant, signing off. Listeners of Boss Uncaged are invited to download a free copy of our host, S.A. Grant's insightful ebook, Become an Uncaged Trailblazer. Learn how to release your primal success in 15 minutes a day. Download now at www.bossuncaged.com forward slash free book.